to the Advent Picturing Party where we forgot which one we last used, so this is our damn intro now. <laughs> Welcome to the Average Adventuring Party where the DM uh, used all his brain power to make the food. Welcome to the who? And and what are we doing again? No, it's, I, it's been I, a while. I think this is most appropriate. Uh, Welcome to the Average Adventuring Party. Let the Bardies hit the floor. <laughs> oh, like that's not going to happen. No, no. Welcome to the Average Adventuring Party podcast, where being the GM means never having to say you're sorry. I won't. Not even once. Not even if I killed all of your parents. Or Shannara. Well, she's already dead, so no worries there. (laughs) And now we're right back where we left off at, where we're getting murder glares from the wings. Right, I may stab your boyfriend here. (laughs) I mean, just warn you. We are now hiring a new GM. (laughs) I've had worse and liked it. You're kidding me? I work in the corporate world. Mm. It's only only sweet, sweet release from this point on. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Oh, that means I get all his board games. Go ahead. (laughs) We're not on that again. (laughs) I didn't say I'd kill him. I said I'd stab him. There's a difference there. Okay. Unfortunately for you. Just want you to scare him a little bit. Kind of scary. I don't want to kill you. I just want to carve a little Z into your forehead. So it's been a been a month. Really? Because whenever this releases, it'll only have been a week. (laughs) (laughs) Hooray for time shenanigans in the real world too. Uh, No, this is our first game back after the uh, Christmas and New Year's break. So I'll uh, I'll take the I'll take the recap since uh, any number of times today I heard Ray go I don't even remember where we left off mouth stuff <laughs> lots of drolly mouth stuff I mean, right and I'm yeah. sure I wanted to murder somebody I, I mean yeah. there you go you but got the the high and the low points everything everything was well lubricated yeah. last time yes well yes. Swift was doing mouth stuff to the entire party mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and herself and herself really yeah <laughs> she's yeah. talented. So, uh, you guys fell for the, uh, the classic blunder of engaging in a land war in Asia, uh, and also allowing yourself to be tricked further and deeper into the forest city of Belieb. The joke's on you. That is our motto, further and deeper into Belieb. <laughs> that's the, that's the uh, Belibian Rangers. <laughs> so, um, we go deeper so you don't have to. You go deeper so that you... Uh, we go deeper so you can go deeper so we can go deeper. <laughs> yeah. We go deeper. <laughs> so, Martiana lured you guys into the city. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the city was seemingly deserted except for a not insignificant number of Martiana copies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wolf's copies, I think. Both. Both. No, Both. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I said what I said. Yeah, that's right. Um, you kept stabbing kobolds. Yeah, uh-huh. you kept stabbing kobolds that were trapped in the walls and hung up in various places. I'm trying to be Martiana. Uh, or Shannara. Yeah, you, you found out that there were some weird, monstrous, drooly copies of Wolf Swift hanging about. You got uh, rescued by Nettles. Mm-hmm. Poor Nettles. You got et. And one of his druid companions, who both got et by the monsters, getting you into the the uh, Room of the Ancients. The, the, the Verdant Grove, as it were. And that's kind of where we had left off was you guys getting to, to see the, the, the ancients yourself. Um, there was one made of stone who was pulling himself uh, up into this massive hulking form out of all the rocks and 
one that was made of water forming out of a waterfall, one that was made of fire uh, that had formed from this gigantic bonfire on the horizon. And up in the sky, there was all this lightning and storm, and in the clouds, you could see a, a gigantic face up there. Um, so yeah, that's where we'll uh, we'll pick up. If you recall, there were probably about two or three thousand plant people in this room. Um, all of them looked worse for wear, and Nettles had said that the majority of the city was killed in less than a day, and he had spent the rest of the afternoon, up until the time you guys arrived, pulling survivors in uh, through the walls into this chamber, and this is about all he had found. Like they, they were on the verge of giving up when they heard someone who shall remain nameless playing a lute and screaming. I'm yep. sorry, I can't help myself. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> You've kind of been under scrutiny by these these massive elemental figures mm-hmm. who are really just sort of eyeballing you. Um, the the one with that is made out of water. Its waterfall has stopped flowing down and has started flowing up into the air and kind of like wraps around this gigantic room, and has formed a, a huge watery neck that has a face on it um, that sort of regards all of you guys. Uh, it has. You know, it like turns its face towards you and one eye just sort of bulges out as it regards you. And it says, uh, so what's the plan then? Do you let needles get, uh, nettles get captured? I tried to pull them back in. Yes, well, that's unfortunate. It happens though. He knew the risks. We are exhausted. We are spent. We cannot fight in this state. Is this room at least secure enough for the time being? The uh, the watery figure kind of bends its head back towards the others who nod at it. It's spellbound. They would have to completely destroy it for them to gain access to it. It is technically an otherworldly pocket dimension. Well, I say never make a plan when you're exhausted. I suppose. If you really must sleep, go ahead. But given the rate of change over the last day, I would say it's probably not long before they could destroy this place. Maybe another day. Well, we only need a few hours. Uh, we have, We have been, what is it now, two days? Three days without sleep? I kind of forget because, you know, we jump time and then jump back into time and then we got kobolded and then we ran and... I don't know. It's been... been a long day-ish. Yeah, well, if you must. And, you know, it just looks away from you and over towards one of the walls... <clears throat> that has some very comfy-looking pine trees growing out of it that starts shaking, and, you know, just a pile, of thick pile of needles forms itself. Okay. All right. Uh, let's rest. As Iacus 
heads that way, though, he's going to start checking on the various plant people and, and just various people, actually, mm -hmm. and just checking on them, offering words of sympathy. Like, it's a disaster zone here, uh, I am certain. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, um, from what Galdrin remembers, and Ardeth, too, your previous time here, I believe was the most populated city in the Caldera, and it actually housed probably close to 100,000 people. Um, the city is miles and miles across. Um, and there's, like I said, maybe two or 3,000. So it has been utterly decimated. Iacus can see pretty much everyone is wounded in some way. There are a lot of acid burns mm -hmm. on things. Uh, and there are a lot of what you would consider wild animal style uh, wounds. So bites, claws, um, a lot of missing appendages, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But you you eventually do get over to where those needles are. This whole room is maybe 2,000 feet across. Uh, it's just a giant, basically a dome. Up in the sky, there is a, what you would guess to be mid to late afternoon sky. So you can see the cloud and the sun and stars and things like that. Um, it's not the same sky as the caldera. Yeah. Uh, I guess before he uh, goes to sleep, Galdrin would take a look around and seeing that there's wounded, see if there's anyone that he can at least assist with before he turns in. Um, no, it's Kajani, so he doesn't... Not really his specialty, but... Um, it looks like most of these people have already been, have already received first aid of some kind. Okay. Uh, so they have salves and bandages and things like that for their wounds. Uh, some of them are particularly lethal looking wounds. There's really not a lot you could do for them without actually taking them to surgery or using magic on them. Let's see. Yeah. All of my healing comes from battle cries, so I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> quick, <laughs> quick, punch me in the face. <laughs> what, what? If you want to feel better, punch me in the face. Why'd you kick me in the nuts? <laughs> that's not what I meant. The surgery might be... Uh... I got knives. She's got knives. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you would have Cut to have people. like yeah, an actual not... suite of medical equipment. I think they need some of the... Some skill um, with doing things after the cutting. Oh. Yeah. I've cut them open. Now what? So, so Galdrian's going to go ahead and settle into the needles and turn to Arthur and say, everything is worse now. Yep. Sure, we haven't caused the stars to fall out of the sky, but everything is is worse this entire place. How many people are going to die before before we get out of here? The weight of thousands, though, versus billions. So while this hits harder than where y'all came from, it's ultimately a price that's not as heavy. It just weighs heavier on each of you. And then 
Shinara. I can't believe that bitch has Shinara. I promise you, Ardith. I will do and give anything to get your sister back. It's my job to keep her safe. I'm supposed to be her wall. If we see Bastia and uh, your friend again, I'm stabbing both of them. I don't think that's going to happen. It'll make me feel better for two seconds. Let's go ahead and rest. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, we need to discuss with the elders what we're going to do. Yeah. Is, is there grass and trees? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this place looks like a, you know, it could come directly out of your forest. Just I was going to say, as soon as loving, rubbing, rubbing around, rolling, climbing the trees, falls asleep, hugging a tree or something. Suna, a tree hugger? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, you uh, you do, and actually you guys can go ahead and regain your hit points, recoveries, daily spells, encounter spells, all that fun stuff. Uh, any any uh, any contemplation benefits you have, Suna, are gone. Yeah, let's go. We'll uh, we'll say the. Four of you <clears throat> actually awaken to basically you think it's thunder at first. It kind of has that low rumble until you realize that it is smashing rocks. Um, and you just hear this, uh, this gigantic booming voice go, what is the meaning of this? And, uh, then some more crashes, and you hear a very familiar voice go, Well, I didn't mean to intrude. I just happened to intrude. It's not my fault. And when you look down, standing in front of this gigantic earth being is a, a woman with golden skin, bronze skin, hair. Um, you, you recognize Random. She's standing there. <clears throat> She's got effectively like a... Um, like a shank of lamb in her hand mm-hmm. and is kind of just like waving it lazily in his direction while taking bites. And she goes, I came with them. And she points back to you guys. <clears throat> and uh, it's not my fault. I don't particularly have control over the journey that I'm on. And when she looks back and sees you, she just waves her lamb shank at you. I can't tell how we had enough sleep or not enough. I'll wait. Oh, way back. No, not enough. Is that your girlfriend? I don't know. <laughs> you waved at her. At, at which point there is actual literal thunder as the, the skies light up. And She's with us. And just turns this. The, the skies go from sort of early morning uh, blues and oranges just into black as all these clouds pile up and starts lightning, uh, throwing lightning everywhere. <clears throat> and just from the heavens, a voice goes, She's with you. Uh, you dare bring a dragon into our sanctum? Uh, what now? <laughs> at which point, Random just kind of looks back at you, waves again. That would I, explain a lot. I'll, uh, 
have a question on my face while I wave back. Like, I'm pretty sure, what? like, the entire party just whipped their, whipped their heads at you and it went back. Everyone stops and looks at you. Why are y'all looking at me? I have no fucking idea. Choose your friend first. I, the, I don't even remember her. Wait. I mean, you somewhat do. You waved. Well, give it. You wave at people. I was gonna say you remember all of your conversations you've had with her. Oh, okay, that's right. That's now right, that I'm now sorry. that she's in your field of view. Yeah, oh, that's right. I, I kiss reflexively. Uh, I don't even remember. Wait. Uh, <laughs> and and the rest of you do as well. The one time you met her. Yeah. Uh, she says, uh, "To to be fair, he he didn't know. I was just tagging along." Uh, wait. That that makes a lot of sense now, actually. Oh, don't no. We don't we don't do that. No. Don't don't try to make sense of it. I have a question. Uh, oh, great guardian. What's the problem with bringing a dragon here? Uh. Just basically, you know, 2,000 people stand up and look at you. <laughs> uh, everyone kind of shuffles <laughs> off to the sides away from away from you and away from her. And uh, one, of, one of, we'll say it's the, the one in the sky, one of the elementals, just booms down. It says, they're creatures of destruction at worst, and they cause complications at best. Complications, maybe. But she's a good dragon. There's she? no she's such like, thing. Is a dragon. At, at which point, Random turns around and says, I did, no, we don't, we don't put labels on things. I don't, I don't like that. She is. That's actually fairly accurate. I, I am. She's been helping us against the others. Uh, no, I don't know no, if help no, is... No, no, no. No, no. That is not what I am doing. No? No. Assisting? No, I am not doing that either. I am merely checking on your progress, which is not assisting you in any way. No. You have always had any items that you may think you have gotten from me. I didn't bring those to you. I think she's saying no. she'd get in trouble if she was helping anyone. So she's clearly not helping anyone. Well, she's, she's just checking on us, right? She's Am I babysitting us? Wait. No. Galvin's no, thinking not. to himself, like, wait, did she actually help us? It's like, no, wait. No, wait. Did she? No, wait. Why do I feel like she has? No, 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 no. I'm sorry if you misconstrued it that way. Um, I'm just an observer, really. And she, you know, turns back to to uh, the elementals and says, I didn't mean to interpose myself in here, actually. This whole thing was just too exciting for me to not not check on. So I thought I had best, well, not best. I thought it would be uh, interesting for me to observe. And I, I actually didn't know that you could see me. <laughs> and one of, one of them says, oh, so you sneak around like a thief? She says, no, no, just... Normally, I'm not, I'm not visible. So this came as much of a surprise to me as it does to you, I'm sure. Well, if you let us talk to her, she usually goes on her way pretty quick. Uh, we'll 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 wrap this up, and then she can leave, and no more dragon, right? No, she will still be in our sanctum. Oh. At which point, you have four angry elementals looking at you. And Random says, well, I'm still going to talk to 
them <laughs> as she gestures to the group. Says, I'm, I'm actually fairly certain there's nothing you can do about my presence uh, here. No, we don't label that. We're guests here, and we're not in a measuring contest of any sorts. We really needed the rest. They were very helpful. Oh, no, no, please, it's, it's, please not, it's not that. It's actually, I, I don't think they could do anything to me, should <laughs> they choose. <laughs> We don't want to find out. Uh, at which point, just this lightning bolt strikes her, <laughs> and she kind of looks down, looks up at the sky. Oh, oh, that proves it. Well, he can't do anything to you. He can definitely do something to me. I don't... Looking at the sky. <laughs> I don't think it would offer them any benefit, really. And she looks back at them... We'll say there's actually a look of surprise on that water elemental's face. And he just kind of dumbly just nods and says, we don't want to start anything here, do we? Kind of shakes his head. That's what I thought. So I'm sorry for intruding. Uh, I actually have a meeting with those folks right over there. Excuse me, excuse me. And she just kind of makes her way through these groups of plant people up to you. Sorry about that. I... Couldn't help myself. I needed to get a closer look. And, well, it's an interesting development that they could pierce the, the magics of my veil. Yeah. Good morning. Good, good, good morning. So, you're a dragon. Yeah, <laughs> technically, yes. What kind of dragon? Uh, that's racist. Ooh. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Oh. But I was almost—I was kind of, sort of, dragon in a last past life. Oh. The the only reason I ask is, you know, we're doing all this to keep the red dragon from reemerging, and the kobolds mm. are, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. tied to the red dragonfly. Oh yeah, nasty creatures. Yeah, well, that seems a little racist. <laughs> well, but they are let, nasty let, creatures. Let me, let me put it to you this way: um, you. Mm-hmm. And you, and she points at Galdrian and Ardith, and even you, you're naturally created beings. That's fine. But kobolds are not. They're yeah. a perversion of draconic magics and necromancy, sorcery, that kind of things. It actually caused quite a headache when Kimmet discovered them. So you'll forgive me if I'm a little biased. Yes. Uh, no. No, absolutely not. But I just, the whole reason I was asking what kind of dragon is, I just want to make sure you're not with Kimmet. Oh, no, most certainly not. Oh, okay. Um, I suppose if you had to put a label on me, um, are you, how do I want to put this? Are you referring to the color of my scales? Is that, is that if what you're If that's not for? offensive, then yes. Oh, I see. Uh, well, I suppose, um, she points at her face, uh, which has a bronze sheen of makeup on it. Uh-huh. She goes, I suppose you could say I fall into the bronze dragon flight. Okay. We are watchers. And then Iacus does a quick mental sum, and there's red that disappeared. Red that is destroyed. Uh-huh. There's black, black. that is destroyed. Uh-huh. White, uh, green, and blue are currently the leaders on the Obsidian Isles. Uh-huh. But nothing about bronze, right? 
I mean, you remember stories about metallic dragons. Yeah, okay. But is it, like, something that everybody has heard stories of? No, these are, like, foundations of the world uh. time ago. Like, they helped the gods create the world, and then they disappeared. The Forgotten Draconic Library? Yes. Okay. Well, I've heard about bronze dragons, yeah. Oh, well, see? There you go. Yeah. So, you you know fundamentally we're not aligned with anyone or anything in particular. Yeah, mainly yourselves. Like, most dragon flights seem to be... As they really should have. Yeah. We served our purpose a long time ago. It's just, you know, some of the more uppity, excitable, younger dragons couldn't help but making an impression on the world after it was created, and there you go. Being one of the younger races, I guess I understand. Your, people, your people have been around for some time. Well, but comparatively to you. Oh, yes. I see. To you guys. Oh, yes. Well, uh, I suppose the only... You know, I, I actually haven't met many people like you, Suna. Um, Figures. You know... You mean murder hobos? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I've met quite a few of those. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, just... There are a fair number of your people in the Astral Sea, uh, and some of the uh, divine plantations, uh, different domains, really. You, They tend towards certain places. Uh, I've never met one personally, I just know that they exist. Uh, I, mean, I guess you can't say that anymore, because oh. you met me. Yes, I, I have in fact met you, and she okay. reaches in, she has... Uh, if you recall, sort of like this messenger bag that sits at the small of her back, and she pulls out a, like, the bag is maybe, I don't know, a foot and a half, two foot by, like, a foot, and she reaches in and pulls out this gigantic tome. I'll hold your lamb chop while you... Oh, uh, sure. I'll just... I'm going to take a bite. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is actually still hot, like, sizzling hot. And very, very well spiced. You say that like she's going to stop her. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, she's been waving it around for yeah. a while. And it is still as hot as if it came off of the... And, and we haven't eaten or slept. I mean, no, you, on, slept, you slept. Finally. I mean, finally, um, yes. But I'm going to sit there and take so she bites. Pulls, she pulls out this gigantic tome. And I mean, it's like four foot by, by three foot. It, it could not have fit in that bag. And she flips it open. And there's actually a fairly detailed like, charcoal sketch of Suna. She goes, see? And she points, and there's a date. See, I met I met you. What's the date? Um, the date is the day that, if you had to count in your head, the day that Iacus ran into your group the first time. Okay. And there's actually... I'm in her book. Do you have one of me? And she flips back quite a few pages. <laughs> um, probably about... I don't know, three or four hundred pages back. And there's there's a picture of a significantly younger Iacus wandering the desert. And she goes, yes, there. That, that was... You were a baby in that picture. I know. No, I, I didn't even have a beard or anything. No. <laughs> as, as adorable as he is, uh, I, I don't want to... I don't want us to distract you. Oh, right. So how are you doing? And she puts the book back. And it's a, a 
if you want some, you can just cut it off. Oh. Or you can actually, you know what? And she reaches in her bag <laughs> and pulls out pulls out another one that's still steaming. Huh. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Actually, our, well, I'm just going to set this here. <laughs> she sets it on the ground. So I'm going to, oh, what fine and rustic architecture in this, this obvious pocket dimension. And it just kind of turns her back to it. Oh, look, look, I can't believe that we have happened upon this lamb shank here on the ground unattended. I'm surprised you're not, um, uh, too bad it's not him. She, she reaches in her bag and pulls out, uh, what looks like a, like a cantaloupe and takes a bite out of it, just like rind and all, just hunk. And then she goes, eh, it's a little too ripe for my taste. And she just drops it on the ground. <laughs> What's that over there? Oh. Have you ever seen... Now we're, now we're eating scraps. Yeah, she, she turns. It's like, oh, I will certainly have to make a drawing of that thing there. <laughs> I just picks up the melon and starts chewing on it. She turns back around and goes, huh, I seem to have misplaced my food. Oh, well. I am so sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, how are, how are you doing? Well, uh, aside from feeling like I'm personally responsible for the deaths of tens of thousands. Fucking no. peachy. No, it happens. Dying, I mean, if it's any consolation to you. I mean, so, you beat my number. You, you were following us through all of that, right? No, I was following you. There's a difference. A, a subtle difference, mind you. We'll put a pin in that. So, <laughs> you were following me through all of that. Uh, you had to have seen us trying to rescue uh, the other um, elf that you met, Shannara. Oh, uh, yeah. Multiple mm-hmm. times. And, uh, Quite and a nice I'm, girl. Yeah. I, I'm sure you saw through the magics that um, uh, Mariana was uh, casting. Right. Oh, you mean out in the city? Yeah. Mm, true sight is amongst some of my abilities. Um, we think the last one was the actual Shannara. Can you confirm or deny that? Oh, no. Most certainly I, I couldn't. I didn't think you could. I would say when dealing with an arcane illusionist, perhaps it is best not to believe anything that's just been my experience. Good advice. We'll take it on advisement. So aside from everything uh, that's happened here. Utter defeat and desperation and despair. Yeah. yeah sure. We're doing great. Well, you know, they say something, something, darkest night before the port in the storm. I I don't get, yeah, no, I don't no, get elven idioms. No evil in our sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Galdrian, if it's any, like I said, consolation, these people would die eventually anyway. I don't think anything you did was a direct cause of it, more or less. That that doesn't appear to be consoling you. Um, Not terribly, no. Do you... I mean... uh, Hold on, maybe if we looked at this, this a different way... Do you... Did the city get attacked anyways? Is that why? Hmm? 
I don't know, before. Is Was the city just going to get attacked anyways? Before what? Before we rescued Silent? Yeah. I oh. I mean, most, is that why these people were going to die? Most certainly it would have been. Mm-hmm. I, listen, this plan, it, well, let's just say, let's call it a conspiracy. Because, who knows? People are conspiring. Someone is certainly conspiring, based on what I've seen. And I can't be... I I would just like you to know I can't give you any advice. But I can tell you that, based on my previous experience, this is not something... What I've seen is not something that just gets thrown together. This has been in the making for a long time. I would imagine it would happen whether you were here or not. Not to downplay the cost of lives, and I'm sure these people are most upset and their lives are destroyed, but honestly, the world works in cycles. If it wasn't this, it would be something else. Who knows? This is actually an active volcano still. At some point, it could just erupt. So see, I'm not a murderer. I just help the life cycles. Um, <laughs> about that. Yeah. What, what I was going to say previously... Sounded good. ...is, uh, Galdrian, do you worship any particular pantheon? Not for a long time. No. Well... I mean, considering how young I am, that's that's <laughs> Having met a fair few gods myself, um, killing is more about intent with them, if that makes sense. If you're doing your best and trying to save people like and things, like me, we'll we'll get back to that. <laughs> Uh, they tend to take that into account. Your don't take this the wrong way. Elves have a fragile ego at times. You're not infallible. You can't possibly know the outcome to every decision you make. Oh, in in fact, uh, fallible is my middle name, Galdrian. Fallible. I don't know my last name. Right? <laughs> it could be fallible. Right? She, it may not even have to be your middle name. She goes to pull out her book again and goes, is that a joke, or do I need to actually put that on the record? It's a joke. Oh, I see. Uh, I'm I'm not... I haven't been to the Sovereignty in some time. The, the walking gods there are... Full of themselves? <laughs> mean? Unpredictable. I'm still going with full of themselves. Well, listen, there are certain customs that have to be observed when I'm referring to certain deities, and you know how it goes. Of course. You can infer whatever meaning you would like. Uh, So I'm not up on your people's idioms, as it were. Regardless. I'm also not a spiritual guide in any sense of the word. Um, In fact, I once... Destroyed an entire uh, an entire civilization because of some threats that they posed. It happens. Hmm. My point being, I'm I'm trying to. Um, you seem a little down, not your usual zippy self. 
I just thought I would, you know, try to try to put things into context for you. You, on the other hand, and she looks at Suna <laughs> and says, I understand um, where you draw your power from. So, I'm not judging you, like I said. But? <laughs> I hear the but, too. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> doesn't need to judge you, enough people already do. <laughs> well, that's very true. Well, well, she did say that the gods counted intent on murder, and you get your power from your god. So your god must be happy with your murder. See? Mm. But not since this forest got set on fire and I wasn't there to protect it. I'm just saying... Potato, potato. It's one thing to defend your homeland, your family, your people, your beliefs. Ever since you found out about the state of your forest. You've been a little eager. I mean... Not that I'm judging. How would you feel if your life's work just went up in flames? Well, let me put it to you this way. If my life's work went up in flames, I wouldn't be around to see it. So that's kind I, I, I take your meaning. That's kind of an irrelevant question to me. Seeing as how she's been following me, let's not have her work go up in flames. Oh. Um, you're not supposed to be her work. She's observing. Yeah. So uh, it wouldn't be you. Okay. I just don't like flames. No. Well, there's worse things. Speaking of. I, I can set you on fire. How are, uh, how are you holding up, Ardith? Fucking peachy. You say that, and yet the the expression on your face indicates you're not. And that makes you smart. No. No, I've always said I'm not smart. I'm very clever. I'm very sneaky, but I'm not smart. Well, is it just this whole situation or other concerns? My sister's either in... What is that town called? Uh, Overlook. Overlook. I thought we blinked on that. Either in Overlook, in trouble, or making trouble, or Mariana has trouble. No. What part of this is a great thing? Mm. Greatness comes from adversity. My point being, if she is in a way that you can get to her, maybe it will turn out all right in the end. I hope so. Well, I guess we just need to figure out what to do with uh, our Onyx friend here Mm. and how we're going to handle Wolf Swift. Oh. Um. Can I can I see that? Sure. She she takes the statue and I don't know how it's going to respond to the whole. It's like, here's the sack with the thing in it. <laughs> Whole dragon thing. Oh, but... no, no, no. Um, I think it's key to only one particular dragon. We're... How do I want to put it? Without going into the technical details, we're a part of the world while not being a part of the world. It's very technical and particular, and 
if you have a millennia, I can probably explain the rules to you. And she just like grabs the bag and pulls the statue out. I'm pretty sure I'm not uh, theoretically immortal. Oh, no, you're... I mean, I would know, I think, if anything were to make you immortal. She takes the takes the statue and flips open her book, and there is actually, like, a wall of, of basically the same text that's on her face. Uh, these big, you know, like, scratchy, slashy runes. And she just takes her, her fingernail and starts dragging and writing. And um, there is a, a big spot in the middle of a page where something should clearly be, but is not. And as she's holding up the statue, she's just scratching in the details. And as she does, it kind of burns into the paper. Um, a very, very detailed charcoal likeness. Yeah, despite herself, I just like peering over like, ooh. Yeah, if, if you've ever seen someone do like a, um, like a charcoal or... Uh, chalk rubbing of something that's kind of how she does it where she just scratches her her fingers across it and this this image sort of appears and it's you know front back and side and bottom top detail uh, and then she hands just at you back and goes oh thank you i was trying to figure a way out of uh, how to get that out of her pack to look at it while you guys were asleep wow it's amazing how what asking can do <sighs> listen this is this and Lost, this place and Lost, are very unique in as much as I am all but certain we're not being observed by anything that matters. So I feel free to make myself known to you here. Um, but it never, never hurts to be careful. I can't just ask for it. So many people seem to think that. No, I know for a fact I can't just ask you, but, I, well... I mean, you just did. Unique opportunities, like I said. If there were a way to uh, scry on everything in the world, this place is a dead zone, as far as I can tell. And really, that's just... I suppose, in the grand scheme of things, if I get caught, it's a minor slap on the wrist. As opposed to, I don't know, doing something stupid like feeding you or offering you advice. Which you clearly would never do. I would never. No. No, 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 no. So let's, uh, let's see, I've already asked how you're doing. Um, how are your plans going? What plans? Oh, we kind of stumble from one thing to the next. So what are you going to stumble into now? We're going to try to fix this Wolfswift situation, and then we have three of the four inheritor powers taken, but then that still leaves that one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, we just have to find the original uh, Wolf, Wolf Swift, uh, so we and not all the copies. Oh, mm. I would well, like. We already got hers, didn't we? No, no we got no, part we of it. Have part of it. Oh. I would like oh. to do it without killing her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, I saw that. It's a, it's a shame interacting with forces that way. Um, she gestures to that statue, and it is still kind of like glowing and sputtering yellow. It says there's a conduit open there, I would think. Perhaps it could lead us to her. Maybe. Or maybe we can tap that conduit, bring it all in from... Mm. I don't know. There's a there's a big lightning storm that might be able to jumpstart it. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't bring that near them. Uh, yeah, sure. They, they uh, probably recognize it for what it is. Yeah. They might not be too happy. Yeah. I mean, they're not happy now. Yeah. yeah. But... That's fair. She uh, says, well, you know, kind of looks up at the sky and says, well, like always, I'm just checking on you. How are, you know, you asked about all of us. How are you doing? Oh, uh, aside from this little slip up, not terrible. Mm. You have all been a very entertaining lot. To say the least. And she she holds up the the book and there's probably she she kind of like finds some pages and says, uh, this is the start of my assignment with you and she she has probably about four hundred pages for Iacus. And that tracks. <laughs> how how long has it been since you were in the desert? Uh probably about twelve years. Okay. So 400 pages over 12 years. And then she grabs like another 300 pages and goes, eh, this has been since the Caldera. Wait, no, it's been longer than 12 years because I was with them whenever they were young. But still, same idea. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's been a, a good while. It's been a while? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> you got and done it now. <laughs> I didn't do it's it. It's been a while. <laughs> I heard the reflex, damn it. I was waiting. Uh, yep. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, there's like 400 pages for the 12 or 15 years that that's been. And then there's about, I don't know, three-fourths the same just since the call there. They're like the two weeks you guys have been here. Mm -hmm. In two weeks? While, while she's messing with the book and everything, can I try to look in the bag? Dude. <laughs> I'm write her bag I just want to look. Because it held such a big book and it's a little too bag. I just kind of want to... Glance in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you like a big hole. <laughs> make a sanity check. You lose everything. <laughs> no, you uh, you go to like fiddle with the snaps on it, and it just does not come undone. Hmm. And at, at a certain point, she just reaches back and like flicks you on the ear. Hey, hey. And it was, that's rude. What? But the huge book. Oh. Uh, yeah. And she just grabs like the corners of the book, and shrinks it down. And then it becomes, you know, like a paperback-sized book. And then she grabs the corners and then enlarges it oh, for detail. That's cool. I mean, the bag is enchanted, too, but... Look, hmm. has its own pinch there. Have you ever tried... You know how much food I can carry in a bag like that? She, she puts, a, puts an arm in behind her back and then brings it back out. And when she does, she just has this gigantic scaled claw... And she goes, have you ever tried to read a small book with these? It's not easy. 
And then she shakes her hand and it goes back to normal. I mean, I believe it. Oh, oh. So uh, we tend to design our reading materials to be easy to handle. Mm. So why have you been following me for so long? Um, well, something to do with a deal you made a long time ago. Oh, see, I'm not the only one. I don't remember any deals. I swear, I don't remember a single deal. Um, let's see. And she kind of like flip, 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 flips all the way back. And she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Here we go. And she spins the book around and says, oh, no, what is happening over there with those refugees? And when, oh no, refugees. Yeah, when <laughs> and she's just got like the book in her hand, and if you look over her shoulder, there is a, a very cool charcoal drawing of Iochus, you know, dehydrated, um, basically wearing rags, and you know has long raggedy hair and beard, and he's kind of on his knees, uh, looking up with this shocked expression on his face, and at first, what you think are these rock formations. Uh, are in fact just a pair of gigantic eyes sticking out of the sand. And, you know, if, if you were on flat ground, mm. like Ayak is standing, uh, these eyes would be more massive than him, just the eyeballs. Mm. And uh, they have that sort of signature, you know, slit, draconic eye look. Mm -hmm. And she kind of, you know, looks away for a second and goes, huh, I guess nothing was happening with them. Uh. And then flips flips a couple more pages. I still don't remember any of this. I mean, I remember the desert, but I don't remember now. Oh, I'll look over their page. Huh. Nope. Nothing. See, you know, everyone gives me a hard time because I made a deal with a devil. Yes, but you made unknowingly. Oh. Yeah, that's they're good at that, getting you to, uh, you know, that, that whole, like, take one, it's free. And then when you take it, there, yeah, there's like a mile of conditions attached. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Hey, what's this dream? <laughs> it, it wasn't always that way. You know, they used to have to tell the truth, which I suppose they still do, but they used to have to fully disclose everything before making a deal. Uh, I, I suppose tens of thousands of generations of devils sort of bred that out of themselves, finding loopholes, that kind of thing. Sad, sad state of affairs, the Astral Sea. Mm. She puts the book back. Um, not for, for nothing, but I think you're going to be in a bad way here soon if you don't get moving. At which point the the ground just does give this like slight rumble, and from somewhere beyond those doors you hear um, a big a big weird swift roar somewhere. Oh. She goes, hmm, nasty business that. Mm. Well, we've overstayed our welcome. I'm sensing a pattern, really. <laughs> Are you? People love when we come to see them. Well, he said it, not me. Uh, before I go, though, I just... Like I said, is there anything, if it were to fall into your path, that would help you? 
giant dead red dragon. <laughs> that, that would be terrifying, because knowing our luck would fall on us. <laughs> oh. Oh. I, I think you guys have a great track record so far with the red dragons. Well. I mean, she asked. I mean, any magical aid is always something to track down. The real wolf swift in Mariano. Something to track. I think you already have. We already that. have a way to track her down. Uh, it's just you can't tell. Something the to from. shut her up, though. Oh god, that'd be nice. Oh, is there like a a potion that we could? Potion of all gag. No, to spell bind her or something. Mm. <laughs> I suppose. Somewhere in the cosmos, there exists something. Because we're going to have to find a way to get to her. Get close enough to her. You might just try getting close to her. Well, we know somewhat where she is. It's just a matter of uh, finding her at whatever wall she's chained to. and. Okay, well. I, uh... You know, just for my report, thought I would ask. Do you have a cool nose piercing, like what he has for me? I suppose I could give you a nose piercing. <laughs> but he's had that forever. I, I know, I like playing with it sometimes. Go I on. <laughs> I suppose this is where I would make a joke about you two being a couple, but I sort of see everything around you, so I, I know that you're not. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be an interesting dynamic. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Oh, God, no. Always no. charges into things, always murders things. Can't end poorly. Nope, especially if you guys go out and find a perfectly normal job. <laughs> <laughs> Which you would never, ever live down. I don't want to. <laughs> well, it would be nice if we had... If we had... Uh, some way of tracking down Shannara. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you do. I just I, don't I, think your eyes can see that far. I did I mean, see if, a great golden pillar the last time that we saw her. And then it disappeared. Yeah. If you were, she were still alive, I'm saying. Yeah, that's not comforting. Well, you never know. Uh-huh. Oh. oh. I would get a move on if I were you, at which point the ground starts rumbling again. All right. And she says, um, I'm going to go make some apologies uh, on, on, on uh, behalf of me to, to those guys. Uh-huh. At which point you look over her shoulder and there are still four gigantic elementals just glaring at you. Um, okay. Well, thank you for all the help that you did not give us. Uh, certainly. Um, I'll uh, I'll be on my way then. And when she turns, uh, one of the straps on her on her bag kind of like pops open, and this little book pops out and hits the ground. And she walks over to those elementals and starts talking to them. 
I'm going to try to pick it up and pull it by its corners to see if it opens as big as hers did. No, it does not. <laughs> uh, this rip and chunk. Oh. Uh, I don't pull that hard. No, it is a... Um, if you've ever seen like a pocket guidebook, it's about that size. It's maybe twice the size of a deck of cards. And on the uh, on the cover, it's got like this big sort of scratched in symbol. And when you open it up, it is a uh, basically a language guide for Draconic. I'm gonna say, who needs this and throw it? Oh crap! That <laughs> <laughs> could probably hits you in the face. <laughs> uh, I'll share, but if she's a dragon and she's following me. I think I need to understand what, what's going on. Does Galdrian remember any Draconic? Uh, no. Like, you remember the sounds. It's a very uh, guttural, raspy language. But you don't remember specific words or phrases. I used to know it. I used to know it, too. Glock-tongue. Hmm. Didn't we pick up a thing that was in a language we couldn't read earlier? Mm-hmm. The map stones. Yes, the map stones. That Shinar, or that uh, Suna, has. Suna, Suna has. has. I have it? Yeah. yeah. You have all the stuff. Pull out the map stones. Okay. I just gonna remember what it was this time around. I remember sure. last time it was a letter. Mm-hmm. While we're looking at this, what do we want to do with the... Yes, we should... Uh... <coughs> maybe maybe we look at this in a little bit. <laughs> yes, we should, uh, we should get a move on. Uh... Well, if they're map stones, maybe it'll tell us where to go. So you pull those map stones out, and remember, if you bring them closer, they start displaying this image in between them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's of the caldera. Uh, Go ahead and give me a a good old intelligence check for anyone who wants to use this book to decipher. Can I use my Forgotten Draconic Library with it? You can. All right. Intelligence, you say. 18. Oh, that was 19. That is a 22. Okay. Anyone beat a 22? Okay. Uh, yeah, if I applied a background to it, I might be able to, but no. Okay. So there were a couple of things that were written in Draconic on here. Okay. One of them is to the very far north. So if you look at the map on the wall there. Mm-hmm. So see where the river ends at mm-hmm. the top? Mm-hmm. And then you go straight northeast of that. Mm-hmm. To my ear. Uh Past, past my ear, up north. Past your ear. Yep, past your ear. Um, there is a... The old dragon's lair? Yep. There's one that says uh, nesting grounds there. And then right dead center in the middle of the caldera, there is one that says resting place. And I will share that info. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Resting place. So was so, that nesting, or, or the nesting ground, was that the same place as the cave that we were at? No. The cave was somewhere. The cave was down. Yeah. Okay, all right, just making sure. That's the copper mine over there. Yeah, the copper mine's over there. And the cave is uh-huh. way over there. Oh, right above. Gamas. Uh, yeah, I'm like, it starts with a G, but I can't isn't read isn't that where one of the lines went when you pulled out the compass? I look at the, uh, the compass. So... It has this like weird, spotty, uh, yellow dot that kind of disappears and appears in different places. Um, the red dot is to the almost directly north, slightly west 
of your location. So somewhere in there. Possibly we might know where Mardiana is now, but we should get moving. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go to the elders and see if there's a way out of here that we can use, perhaps draw the weird swifts away. Yeah. Yep. So when you look up, random is not there anymore. Strangely, this time, you remember random. Hmm. Pocket dimension, yay. Maybe. Maybe. We need to get going, and we need to draw these things away from these, uh, from the civilians here. Mm. The, uh, the fire starts rumbling a little bit. Yes. I suppose. Is there a way out of here that would allow us to draw them away without endangering everyone who's still taking shelter? Here? And they point to the door. That is the only way out. But as soon as we open that, we're, we're going to have them set upon us again. Can I, you keep them out? Yes. I guess the best way to draw them out is the old Iacus special. <laughs> I'm the bait! <laughs> we could attempt to leave the city, but it will be most destructive. There's not much left of the city as it is. If you can do it without endangering these people any more than they already have been, may, may be your best option. The the water elemental kind of, like it flows up and kind of does a barrel roll and twists down to you, so the head is looking at you upside down and says, we don't do subtle, if you haven't noticed. Then we are going to be great friends. <laughs> oh, I... As long as you're bringing dragons into our domain, I don't think so. We are going to be fantastic allies. <laughs> so. We have a I, common enemy. I see it as one of two things happening. Okay. You either draw them away mm -hmm. and allow us to make an escape. Mm -hmm. Likely that will result in the destruction of the city. Mm -hmm. Or you destroy the cause of this problem while we remain here and safeguard. I'm all about destroying the cause of the problem, because that was somewhat of our plan anyway. If we take away Wolf Swiss powers, maybe the Weird Swiss the, go. The, the sky says you'll do what? Well, She's uh, been corrupted. Find a way to shut her powers down. We don't know that yet. How exactly? And how do you know that she's been corrupted? Have you seen her? Yes, but how do you know? I have experience with the inheritors through a different world. I see. Well, be that as it may, how do you plan on taking her powers then? Statue. It already has some of it. Literally four, four gigantic <laughs> elementals just narrow their eyes at you. What she meant to say is, we don't have time for this. We have to leave now because they're already attacking. We're going to go out there. Y'all protect. If y'all don't hear from us uh, by nightfall, then y'all leave and destroy the city. But we can't keep discussing this because they're already knocking down the doors. Very well. 
Hey, look, a distraction! <laughs> One of them kind of looks at the others. Uh, we'll say it's the water elemental, and he sort of burbles this this sort of... If, if you were to talk, try to talk underwater, mm. it sounds like that. The earth elemental shrugs, and the fire elemental looks at you and says, We had forged a few items for Nettles and his group. Mm. But as they are not coming back, I suppose it would serve you better. We'll act as defenders for this moment. We would gladly accept those. Very well. Um, the fire elemental walks over to, or kind of floats over to Ardith, and just touches you on the forehead. <coughs> and, and she pushes back at first, like... <laughs> yeah, it, it burns at first. No, it's really like, someone's touching me. No, thank you. Uh, and then you feel kind of it, it like it burns at the center of your forehead and then all the way around. And uh, those of you who are looking at Ardith, she's now got this, so imagine a very ornate silver headdress um, that, or not headdress, uh, crown, is what I'm looking Circlet. for. Circlet. Yeah. And it has a gigantic uh, ruby in the center. And uh, you now have a diadem of fiery wrath. How fitting. <laughs> you're, you're determined to get me fireball, aren't you? No. <laughs> you're wrathful. Uh, I mean, so, so yes. What happens to you if water touches you? Does it sizzle? Do you go out in that spot? You ask that to the fire elemental? Mm -hmm. Who just looks at you? That's considered rude where he comes from. I've never seen one. How does it survive? Does it not rain here? No. Let's, let's not interrupt them. We're about to get the no doors knocked down. They're uh, helping us. But it's cool. It is. Well, it's hot. Uh, I mean, that too, yeah. The, the skies start to darken up. And if you've ever seen a, a lightning strike uh, about to happen, just the hairs on Galdrian's arms start standing up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when, when that happens, he is struck by a bolt of lightning. Zap, zap, bitches. <laughs> uh, you now have some gloves of suffocation. <laughs> He's like, ooh. <laughs> no. Uh, these gloves are very fancy. They are uh, sort of a muted gray that has basically where all the seams are. It has golden uh, stitches. And when you turn it, uh, it's got a lot of like cloud imagery on it. The real test, though, is can you still play while you have them on? They they do not like they are skin tight. They don't obstruct your hands at all. Your kid gloves, nice. Um, they actually don't feel like leather on the inside. It, it feels basically like you're wearing nothing. <laughs> feels, feels like, like a cloud. <laughs> feels like I'm wearing nothing. <laughs> Stupid sexy Flanders. <laughs> uh, Suna, that. Uh, that water elemental draws up a bunch of water into itself and then just splashes down on you. Hey! <laughs> and then, like, what was that for? Yeah, like, lifts you up into the air, kind of, you know, just, like, hits and then curls back up. And the water starts spinning you around in this uh, vortex, and it sets you down, and you are completely dry. Your, uh, what type of armor did you have on? Just light... 
just some leather yeah. type armor, your yeah. robes. Oh, light armor, yep. Yep, so now your robes, um, they are a little bit heavier. Um, but basically, if you've ever seen cloth in water, like if you, you know, throw a shirt in the water, how it just kind of like floats and waves and, and your armor, the robes do that now. Oh, that's cool. Um, you now have some armor of healing waters. Do you see this, Iacus? Look! Look. While you were describing that, all I could see, like you said, her doing a whirlpool, and all I can see is Suna going, Wee! <laughs> <laughs> just this fox going down the whirlpool. I, I just see her, like, spinning, starting to throw up, and the, the elements are like, ew, and just dropping. <laughs> uh, no, while, while she's doing that, she's like, do you see Iacus? And when you turn around, standing in front of you is that 20-foot-tall earth elemental who just grabs you by the wrist and lifts you up. <laughs> and he, he he brings his his face in real close to you and like he has a very detailed um not particularly human face yeah. um it's more you know kind of round like a caricature and basically when he moves his eyes or his lips there's just like grinding of stone and a little bit of dust he's covered in moss and he uh just takes your arms and like straightens them out so he's got a hold of you and then he just drops you about 20 feet. Ah. Uh, when you land on the the uh, ground, you like you go to hit, and when you do, just these giant rocky protrusions, so like giant boulder fists, just hit the ground where your hands are. And then when you open your hands back up, they just shrink back into your, your skin. Hmm. Uh, you have, so think like fingerless gloves, right? Okay. And they go all the way up to your elbows, okay. and they just get thicker and more bracer-like. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just have, like, this shaggy moss hanging off of them. Ooh. Uh, you now have earth-toothed shields as bracers. Ooh. Uh, Thank you. He kind of shrugs and says, they weren't meant for you, <laughs> but you'll do. I appreciate it, nonetheless. And... Uh, they sort of come together, look at you, and say, we will protect them as long as we can. Get word back to us if you can. Okay. Listen for someone yelling loudly with a loot. And aside, the quirk on this is fantastic. Just take bites or pieces out of things that you were supposed to just hold on to. <laughs> Thought it was fitting. Yeah. Galadrian's quirk for his item is he forgets to breathe sometimes. <laughs> um, all right, so are you guys planning on leaving? Yeah. All right, so that's that's where we'll we'll cut it for this episode. Is these elementals sort of begrudgingly giving you magical items, and then telling you if you can't stop the problem, they're going to destroy the city to try and stop the problem. And so that's all I've got for tonight. So when do the quirks? So the quirks only come in when you have more magical items than your level. What if you have equal to? If you have equal to, it's fine. Okay. Um, say we're going to have to start being more of a group if so, that's the case. So having said that, let's, if you guys don't mind, for everybody listening, just give a brief recap of what your new item does, and we'll clarify where needed. Mm-hmm. So whomever wants to go first... I'll go ahead and go first. Uh, Galdrin has the gloves of suffocation. No breathing. 
no breathing. Uh, statistics, it has a plus one to save. Uh, what? He, eh, plus one to saves when you have ten HP or fewer, which has happened quite a few <laughs> times. Oh yeah. Effect, uh, recharge sixteen plus. As a minor action, spend a recovery roll and roll your recovery dice, but don't heal. Instead, the next nearby creature targeted by an attack from you or one of your allies this battle takes that amount of cold damage, hit or miss. Uh, considering I'm rolling 3d8 plus 2 uh, for my recovery dice, that's... It tickles, yeah. Yeah, that, that's... That's enough to kill some of the enemies I've thrown at you recently. Yeah, that's potentially a lot of cold damage. Yeah. Quirk is sometimes forgets to breathe and only starts choking once it is noticed. <laughs> yeah, so Galdrian, if that if that quirk is triggered, you may and or may not forget to breathe for like days, and then suddenly someone reminds you of it and you start choking. Which is not on eels. Oh god. <laughs> Alright, who's next? Me? Yeah. Okay, fine. Uh I got a diadem of fiery wrath. It gives a plus one to mental defense. And when equipped, select a monster of your choice and gain a plus two bonus to attack, rolls, attack rolls, defenses, saves, and the crit range expands by two against that monster that's created by that monster. You can change the monster chosen when you level up. Um, it's like specific monster types. There's the example given here is you can't pick dragons, but you can pick red dragons, which I think is a hint here. <laughs> I, I use what's relevant. Uh-huh. Uh, the quirk for it is hold grudges longer than usual. So <laughs> normal artist. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Although she's an elf, so her her quirk would be like three three hundred years later. She's like that fucking guy. He cut me off in traffic. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like you said, that's normal. No, you know, so far Ardith has been very like in the moment, in the moment. So she's mad at people, and then once they're out of her sight or she has killed them, she kind of tends to like problem solve to move along. I mean, just because she's an actor doesn't mean it's still not still there. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. She just wants people to leave her alone. What's yours, me? Um, Armor of Healing Waters. It gives me plus one AC. And then once a day, as a standard action, I can call upon all nearby allies to re spend a recovery and roll the recovery dice. Then I take the total of all the dice rolled and split it amongst all nearby allies. Hmm. And then my cork is I become more eager to try new things. <laughs> I haven't killed you this way. <laughs> Let me use this new killing implement. I mean, it just sounds like Suna, only, you know, worse. <laughs> so I have a question on mine, sorry. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's all good. Can I wear it with the cloak? Yes. Still? Okay. Because one is, one is a neck slot, one is a okay. uh, armor slot. Okay. Sorry. That's all good. I have the Earth 2 Shields. It gives plus one attack and damage. Um, and the effect is, when you successfully intercept an enemy, you inflict your normal miss damage on them. Um, and then the quirk is, just take bites or, of pe or pieces out of things that you are supposed to just hold on to. Well, it's a good thing the cabbie's dead. <laughs> Can I see that for a second? <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me, and there's a perfect <laughs> snout-shaped snout bite out of it. Um, right, so you guys, as I tallied it up, should have three magic items apiece. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so I think that's all I got. 
Mm. I think y'all made out pretty well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, aside from being in a certain death situation. Mm. You finally got a rest? Yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> so it only took like six episodes <laughs> to get a rest? But, Would you call that arrested development? No, no, I've, I've kept your, uh, I've kept your True, we leveling have. on schedule. I think. <laughs> well, you gain more power in one day than you did in a week. <laughs> it's not our fault. Shit kept happening every time we show up. Mm -hmm. um, we wouldn't have time to do anything. We just showed up, and things happened. I ran a game once that amazed a player because his character was like eighty years old, and he was eighty years old in level one. <laughs> within like three weeks, he became you know level four or five. So, lifetime of power is nothing compared to a few days adventuring. Actually, that's a pretty good, pretty good catchphrase. Hmm. Anyway, all right, that's all I got for this episode. So, thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see y'all next time.